Hey everyone, it is Griff's Brain Dump, it's me, Griff, obviously, it's episode 25, quarter of a century, we're here now, we made it, well done, if you've been with me from the beginning, we're here, 25 episodes, who would have funk it, who would have fought it, but we're here, um, you may hear my voice, a bit groggy, I had to restart this podcast actually, because as some of you may know, I record this in various locations. This one's been recording in my car. And I sit in my car for peace and quiet. Um, I didn't take into account that, you know, other cars the size of fucking houses may start blaring out. It's a bloody dance hall. <laughs> and parked next to me. This car, it was huge. Fucking Range Rover. Size of a house. I actually felt like I was at Carnival. I could feel the bass penetrating my car. So I had to restart the podcast. Um, I had to wait for them to be quiet. Obviously, I'm not going to tell them to be quiet because I don't like confrontation. But um, that's a lie. I love confrontation. It's my favourite. But how's everyone doing? Um, how how are you? How's your week been? My, my week's been fine, but yesterday uh, it all went out of control. Um, basically... If you don't know me and my friends, we have this strange affinity to walk about near embankment. Uh, basically, it's the only place that lets us in in the drunken state that we tend to get into before we try to enter a club. <laughs> we, Because um, you know when you go out and you have no intention of going out, out. So you meet your friends around three o'clock for a beer, for a drink, for a glass of wine, whatever your drink is. But you don't dress to go out. So you just wearing t-shirts, trainers. You might even be wearing shorts. You're so adamant. Do you know those ones? Well, you know you've got no self-control. So you dress to block yourself from going out. Don't wear like those smart shoes and a shirt. Because you know you'll end up out if you're dressed like that. This doesn't really happen for women too much. When women go out, they really dress up. But as guys, we can get away wearing our kind of nightclub clothes in the day. So... You avoid dressing up in any sort of way so you know you can't go out after. But then you drink some more, you drink some more, you drink some more. Then someone orders Jaeger bombs and then you move to another bar and you disrupt your friend and his wife's date night <laughs> and you drag them out with you. And then another mate who's been busy all day, you tell him, come join us and it escalates. Then you meet randoms in a different bar. And then you start buying the people behind the bar drinks and you start drinking more. And then you're like, hey, you know what we should do? We should go out. But we're not dressed to go out. We can't go out dressed like this. I know somewhere that accepts us. Where? Walkabout. And then you end up in Walkabout. And that's where we ended up last night. We was in Walkabout. It was a closing down party. Uh, this place is shutting down. And I have so many... Lost memories in that place. <laughs> oh, just being recklessly drunk with my friends. So we went there last night and we got recklessly drunk as usual. Then um, they went to the Swan in Stockwell, which is one of the worst places in London. But it'll let you in. It'll let you in. Uh, me and a friend went there last night. And um, tell you what. I I knew I was too drunk to like try to get night tube home, so I ordered an Uber. 
Now, these fuckers, right? I'm looking at the map. This Uber is nowhere near me. It's eight minutes away, eight minutes away. Then it starts driving down the road. And I'm looking out for it. I'm drunk, but I'm now at that state where I don't want to be drunk anymore and I just want to go home. So, you know, you start sobering up. I'm looking up and down the road, cannot see this car. The moment I see this car now, I look at the app and it says they've cancelled the Uber. I can see the car though. So much so I can see the car. I'm now touching the car and opening the door. I go, what's this the cab for Darren? And he goes, yes, but I cancelled it because you didn't turn up. I was like, you just got here. And he's like, um, well, you wasn't here and I've cancelled it now. Not only did I not get the cab that I ordered, that I've actually opened the door to and spoke to the driver, they charged me £5 cancellation fee. Why am I being charged when he wasn't there? Now, will I complain? Yes, because that's what this podcast does. It lets me vent. But will I bother sending an email to Uber? Probably not. Because I'm lazy. I can't be asked to do it. But I'm angry about that £5. That's the second time this week I've been screwed over by someone. I, um, this time, that, that wasn't my fault. The first time is partially my fault. I, I, um, I tried stepping into the 21st century. And um, I, I, I bought a laptop, people. What? Yes. I have not had a laptop for seven years. How have I survived? Um, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people with laptops can't get their heads around how I survived. But here I stand. Yeah. You know, there's so many people in this world that don't have laptops. Don't have fucking running water. They survive. But yet you can't get your head around how I survive without a laptop. <laughs> but I had, I had survived and I ordered the laptop online. Um, is it my fault that this laptop came substandard? Maybe. It was a refurbished laptop. I sit next to an IT guy at work. He saw the spec and he was like, hey, that's a good laptop for that price. You should get it. I was like, fine, I will. I got it. It came refurbished is meant to mean that it's it's had something like a faulty part that's been repaired so it's back to so it's meant to be refurbished back to store quality this laptop came buttons didn't work the fan guard thing was broken off one of the like ports was meant to have a cover that was snapped off it was covered in crumbs like someone's just been eating biscuits and wanking over it it was just dreadful. It was shit. So, um, so like, it, well, now I, I think it's not my fault, right, that this laptop was shit. Yeah, the website's called cheaplaptops.com, but, <laughs> but I refuse to accept any responsibility for the low quality of this laptop. But this is the thing, though. It was free delivery, and you can return it within 14 days no quibbles that's the policy no quibbles is the exact word so i did free delivery great but to send it back no that's not free 20 pound and 43 pence so i spent 20 pound and 43 pence for fucking nothing the laptop hasn't even reached there yet I've, it obviously it's been sent by recorded deliveries at the depot the distribution depot so until they receive it, I'm going to get my money back. And I can just feel it. That this is going to be a drawn out saga. 
Right, I'm not going to see my money for a long time. I'm going to have to go back and forth with these guys. But as long as I get my money back, I'll accept the £20. I'll, I'll accept the £20 charge. I did... The funny thing was, I put in the email, hey, I sent. here's the tracking number. Um, I've sent it back to you. Um, are you going to reimburse me the £20.43 postage charge? The response I got was, thanks. Thanks for the information. Regards, James. I said, you prick. <laughs> Oi, you didn't address me asking for the money at all. That's what you have to do, people. People ask you something that you're not comfortable answering. Don't answer it in a roundabout way. Just just ignore. Just ignore that they've even asked you the question. But, um... Sorry, I'm sipping water on this podcast. I need to hydrate, sober up. Because I want to be on stage in a couple of hours. And I'm being paid for that. So I can't go on there being hungover. I've actually got to be good. I'm at Trapeze Bar with, um... Ori Styler, Axel Blake, Travis J, Nads Comedian, Marvin Abbey, he's hosting it. So it should be good. Should be good. Um, I'm looking forward to this gig actually a lot. Um, now I'm going to be honest, I'm looking forward to it because the guys on the bill with me, um, I was fans. I was a fan of their work um, before I got into comedy. So, you know, watching someone, watching people that you're a fan of and then just over a year after I'm now on stage with them, it's like a really, it's a big thing for me. I'm going to be open and candid about that. It's a big thing for me. It's nice to actually be on stage with these guys. Um, I wouldn't personally think of myself as the same level as them. Um, But I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do my thing today. I'm going to be funny. I've got one joke that I want to do. That uh, I've been toying with the idea. Should I do it? Shouldn't I? And I've decided I'm going to do it. Because, listen, when you go to a black gig, right? Urban. When you go to a black gig, one of the topics you don't really touch, that you don't go anywhere near, um, is religion. You You don't go near religion. Just don't don't touch religion. Black people and religion is just I don't know, it's just something strange. Like you can have the most religious white person at a comedy event. If you rip the shit out of God or Jesus, they will laugh. Because I don't know, I think like white people have this different attitude to, to comedy. Um Whereas yeah, black people you, you just can't touch religion. However, me being the guy I am, I've got to be true to myself. I've got to tell this joke because I really want to tell it. And um, I won't tell you what the joke is. I might tell you it next week. I'll let you know how it goes if I make it out alive. But I'm comparing God to R. Kelly. What? Yep, that's that's the joke. Now the joke... I think the joke is a great joke. I tried it out with a few of my friends yesterday. Uh, and it was... They laughed. They laughed a lot. Uh, they said it's a solid joke. But... Uh, their mouths were open for a bit. <laughs> so, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. Um, 
you know, may start a riot. Who knows? But it'll be good. It'll be good. But anyway, what's been going on this week? Um, what has been going on this week, really? I've I've been just ripping the shit out of Usher and R. Kelly all week, all of last week, all of this week as well. But I guess the big standout thing so far has been what Trump, I guess, banning trans. Uh, is it transgender or transsexual people? Is better. I think it's just. Is it transsexual, right? Yeah. Because if you're trans. It has to be transsexual because transgender wouldn't need the hormone thing. So if you don't know. So I'm just thinking out loud, which is always a great thing to listen to on a podcast. Someone who's not prepared discussing what they're going to do on said podcast. But if you haven't heard, uh, Donald Trump has banned transsexuals, I think. Just say trans. Just say trans people from the U.S. military. Um, so not to get involved in the hyperbole of it all. He said that it's because of the hormones, the cost of like hormones and the medical costs. It's too high, and he rather focused the money on actual, you know, weapons. Because yeah, you can't kill people with hormones. No, you need weapons. Because when you go to war and you're trying to kill people, try to kill more people than you get killed, hormones ain't going to cut it. So he's banned transsexual people from the army, from the military. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, the only transsexual in the universe. <laughs> every time, every time there's something about transsexual, Caitlyn, everyone looks like, Caitlyn, but what do you think? I mean, Kaylee could be there like, this isn't even a trans issue. Yeah, we know, but we just want to hear the trans view. And you speak for all trans people, Caitlin. So, what's your view on this? Because hmm? if you don't know, Caitlin Jenner um, voted Trump. Because Caitlin was thinking about money. Obviously, if you're in a certain kind of salary earning bracket and... There's nothing wrong with being a Republican at all. There's nothing wrong with voting for Donald Trump. It's democracy. You can vote for who you want. But, and I guess Donald Trump did say he's going to fight to protect trans trans people and their rights. Which technically, taking them out of the military, is a form of protecting them. <laughs> In a very strange way. I will fight for you. So I guess if he if he was to join the military as well, then he's technically kept his promise. You no no you put that weapon down. I'm gonna pick it up. I'll shoot instead of you. It's just a strange thing. Just like to balance. That's he's banned of that, and Caitlyn's not happy about it. Everyone's like, well, you voted for Donald Trump, so what are you upset about? I mean, I think he, I think. She's got a right to be upset. I don't think Donald Trump had that in his manifesto that he was going to ban trans people from the military. But would that have changed Caitlyn's vote? I don't know. I don't know, Caitlyn. But uh, it's just weird to me. Like, it's a weird thing to push through. I would love it if black people were banned from military. That... <laughs> That's what I would like. For, like, I, I don't have one part, no, one shred of me wanted to be in the army. You know, like little boys grow up playing army, 
and stuff. There won't be armies and you know make those stupid gun noises. Just running around, diving. So I wasn't that kid. I liked swords as a kid, not guns. Um, then when I when I grew up older, my mum actually reveals me that my dad didn't actually let me play with guns. He didn't want toy guns. He didn't think guns should be toys. Didn't think they should be trivialised. Um, I don't know if my dad actually ever had any experience with a gun. I knew he grew up in Kingston. I'm not sure if he actually um, had any experience with guns. Why he was so anti-guns. But he was just like, no, not playing with guns. I mean, even when I was a kid, I had a toy gun. Someone gave it to me. It was like, um, oh, yeah, you, should, like, you just go out. And, you know, you go on like a day trip and... Like, kids go, oh, can I have a toy? Can I get a toy? And I think I got given like this toy gun. And I had it for a day. I was playing with it. And with... Next morning, I'm not sure if I'm recreating this memory. I either couldn't find the gun or I found it broken in two. <laughs> but yeah, my dad was just like, no, he's not playing with guns. Um, but swords, I was totally fine to play with. So yeah, no, I, had, um, I had toy swords. So yeah, it wasn't a gun guy. But yeah, I never had that kind of... And draw towards guns, shoot them up, games, films that are like Rambo and shit. I don't think I've ever watched Rambo. I just don't have any attraction to guns or army or anything like that. So I know that Dunkirk, that looks like a really good film. I'm not going to watch it. It's about the army. I have just no interest in military stuff. And um, so, yeah, so for me, like that would be... A real bonus if there was zero chance I could be called into the military. So that's what I'm calling for. Hey, Theresa May, even though, even though it's voluntary to be in the army now, but just in case it wasn't, just in case it all kicks off in a few years, just ban black people from being in the army, then I can't be in. Because <laughs> I'm not going to cut my dick off to avoid being in the army. That's a commitment, right? Imagine if someone really didn't want to be in the army that much. Like in America. So you go into the army, boy. Your grandpappy was in the army. I was in the army. You're going in the army, boy. And he's just like, not if I chop, not if I chop my dick off. If I chop my dick off, then hey, I'm not going to be in the army now. Trump said so. People might do it. People may do it. But, um... What else has been happening this week as well? Not really much big news. It's all silly little stories that I kind of tagged onto and saw today, um, in the week. Um, Michael Phelps versus the Shark. So I thought this was going to be the undercard for McGregor versus Mayweather. But um, I hear my voice just break there. <laughs> Gigs. So... Yeah, um, Phelps versus Shark. And I said, I did think that was going to be the undercard for Mayweather McGregor. But it wasn't. It was a completely separate event. And um, the Shark won. But a lot of people were up in arms because they watched the documentary. Um, only to realise that it was a computer-generated image of a shark. And not an actual great white. 
Now, I'm not sure what people really thought was going to happen because I don't know much about sharks, but I don't think sharks really have a concept of racing. <laughs> like, sorry, if it was a real shark, what may have happened was they go and go. And the shark kind of sees Michael Phelps swimming and goes, okay, what, what the fuck's going on? Do you know what? I'm a shark. Let me just do shark things. Let me just eat Michael Phelps. Because Michael Phelps isn't Michael Phelps to the shark. He isn't going to go, oh, I'm racing him. Because you guys, you finless, air-breathing land dwellers with your legs and arms and shit, care who's faster between me and this dude. Well, I don't. I'm a great white shark and I haven't eaten since four o'clock. So how about just eat him instead? You know, that's... It was never going to work out. So it was a computer-generated image based on, like, months and years of data of average speeds of sharks and the shark one. What did we learn from this amazing feat? That um, animals that are born and raised and actually biologically designed to be in water are faster at moving through water than animals that aren't meant to be in water. <laughs> and I think that's the same lesson we've got to learn from Mayweather and McGregor. A man who is a professional boxer, who's won 49 professional fights and lost zero, will probably beat a man who's never had a professional boxing match in his life. It's going to be an anticlimax, man. It's going to be a flipping anticlimax. Yeah. But, um, on the, but, yeah, lots of weird stories, man. Um, you hear about the physics teacher? You, um, female teacher had sex with a male sixth former. Um, so not, it's not a paedophile, but, you know, in the position of trust, so you can't really be banging your students. Um, Apparently in the airplane. Airplane toilet. I had sex in the airplane toilet. Now, okay, that's bad. Um, again, I'm I'm not one of those guys who goes, oh my God, he's so lucky and shit. No. Because I see it from both sides. Okay, I do, I'm gonna, I'll be genuine. I'm not like a social justice warrior either. I, me, Dara Griffiths, as a 15 year old, would have loved to have banged my teachers. Some of them. Some of them I would have loved to. Alright? Does that mean I wasn't a victim? No, I definitely would have been a victim. Alright? I still would have been a victim. A crime still would have happened. Doesn't matter how much I would have enjoyed it. It's like people like taking cocaine. Still illegal. It's like... <laughs> it's like so... Um... But that's, that's that's part of the story, okay? But my favourite part of the story was another student found out about this. Did he go to the police? No. Did he go to, like, the t other teacher? No. He went straight to the female teacher and said, hey, if you don't have sex with me, then I want to tell. And <laughs> uh, guess what? He didn't get any sex. He got arrested himself for blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the ultimate fail.
because you know the kid who actually had sex with the teacher is probably like a lower social standing than this guy as well. Like this guy's probably like captain of like every sports team. Probably like really smart as well. Good looking. You know those 16 year olds, 17 year olds who have like chests and shoulders. Like why are you so hench, bruv? You can't even grow a beard, but you're so hench. Those kids. He's probably that kid. And this fucking dweeb banged your physics teacher. You're like, hey, no. Do you know how many times I've wanked over this? That should be me doing that. And then he's gone to the teacher. You go, hey, if you don't bang me, I'm going to tell. Only to get bloody <laughs> done for blackmail. That's brilliant. Such a fail. Such a fail. But, um... There's loads of like kind of weird, weird situations happening in the news like that where people been doing grime, doing some grease, some low down shit and being caught out. And so you really have a leg to stand on to complain like that guy. Um, Legs 11 in Birmingham, um, strip club in Birmingham, right? They've got done for... Um, allegedly drugging punters and offering sex uh, one of the punters had a £9,000 credit card bill and he, he complained about you know the treatment to trading standards now I'm not sure if you've been to strip clubs before guys but I'm going to have a little guess here that I don't think these guys are really complaining about being offered sex Okay, I don't think that was their complaint. I think their complaint was nine grand showing up on a fucking joint account with their wife. Isn't it? <laughs> Gary. Yep. Yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong, love? Um, credit card statement. He's like, yeah. You know, he got so hammered. He doesn't remember spending this money. He doesn't remember spending this at all. Um, nine thousand pounds. He's like, what? He's thinking, oh, I'm. I'm angry by this. £9,000. Who... What? Who did this? It's like... Um... Yes. Supplier. Legs 11. He just like... Um, well, legs... I don't know what... Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is, Karen. No, don't... Don't... Legs are... No. Does it ring a bell? Does it not, Gary? Hmm? Does it not? You went to Birmingham last weekend, didn't you? Yep. Funny, I googled legs 11 strip club. Birmingham, you're sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> it's like, you're fucking hell. He's, he's doing, he wasn't doing his nut. He's on trading standards now. It's like, um, hello, trading standards. All right, yeah, it's Gary here. Um, I want to make a complaint. Yeah, what's the complaint? Uh, I'll complain about legs 11. They, uh, they, uh, they offered me sex in a strip club. Are you sure that's what you're complaining about, sir? Uh, I mean... I mean, I did spend nine grads. Um, but they offered me sex. That's where I'm really angry. It's like, so was you fraudulently... Was it a fraudulent claim, the nine grand, sir? Are you saying that they charged your card illegally? I mean, I was speaking to this Romanian bird. She says she's going to do all this stuff. I may or may not have spent nine grads. It's... <laughs> How do you spend nine grand in a strip club? 
Like, I, I believe it is fraud, right? But legs 11, you got to... you got to go for smaller numbers. Like, you've got to commit fraud. Like, not that I know how to do it, but... I mean, I do know how to do it. Not that I do do it. It's just I'm qualified in detecting it, so I know how it's done. If you are going to, like, do fraud, you've got to be a little bit more inconspicuous. There's not pe- many people in this world who can lose nine grand and go, ah, yeah, you know, you know how Saturdays go. <laughs> like, hundreds. Take a hundred here, 200 there, but they went for nine grand. I don't even have a credit card limit for nine grand. You tried to do fraud on me and you'd get declined. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't flipping work, man. Um, and talking about sex, the sex industry, they want to see that video of the guy, or oh, it might be a woman. Um, they're a, a passenger in the Uber, and their Uber driver picked up a prostitute, and the prostitute was giving them a head, giving the driver a head. I mean, I know Uber pool is risky, but that's enough. That's not something that's crossed my mind. I, I, I my. It, Instant yesterday. That was Uber Paul. I mean, I fell asleep in the cab, so I don't know if anyone did actually get a blowjob while I was asleep. But, I mean, that's just not something that crosses my mind that could happen. I don't think that should be a risk. But yet, they filmed it on Snapchat. But here's the worst thing. This is the thing that outraged me the most about this whole scenario. It wasn't the fact that, you know, that a prostitute was used. Like I, I think prostitution should be legal. Actually, if people want to pay for sex, then let them pay. Um, I just don't want any women being extorted or you know being kidnapped, human trafficked, that kind of shit. That's what is not good about prostitution. But the genuine essence of it, of one, two people want to have sex and one wants to pay the other. Fuck it, let it happen. Here's the thing that was outrageous about this story. Is in the video, the Uber driver kissed the prostitute on the mouth. On the mouth. How are you going to kiss a prostitute on the mouth? She probably sucked off a guy in the alleyway literally five minutes before. You just kissed her on the mouth. Bruv. That silence is not going to be edited out. That's that's me shocked. I remember seeing the image. That was the first thing that came to my mind of, ugh. <laughs> don't worry. I don't care she's a prostitute, but to kiss her on the mouth. That would have thought most prostitutes would be like, are you sure you want to kiss me on the mouth? I'm like, Wow. But maybe they should combine the service, though. That should be like another Uber function. Uber pool, Uber prostitute. Because they do deliveries. McDonald's. They even deliver McDonald's now. I had a McDonald's breakfast a few weeks ago. Got delivered. I was like living like a fucking king. Or maybe Uber prostitute is the way forward. Other than that, you don't even have to go to find a prostitute anymore. Just call Uber prostitute. 
It's cheaper. Gets delivered straight to your door. Ah, then for cheaper, you can Uber pool prostitute. Well, you know, you may, you may be the only guy who has a go on a prostitute. Or there may be four other guys there. And you just have to wait your turn. <laughs> oh, man. Look, the moral of the story is, people, don't, don't kiss prostitutes on the mouth, okay? Like, just, just don't. But, um, as I said, he's going to be... Oh, we're at 32 minutes. Let's just wrap the podcast up on that note, on that lovely note. Um, that's it. I've got my gig tonight. I'm. This has actually sewed me up nicely. I'm just drinking water, hydrating. And, um, no, man. So, guys, please, um, you do listen to my podcast, actually. Here's the thing I should say, sorry. If you listen to my podcast, please don't listen in silence. Yes, yeah, share. Please share my podcast. You don't have to say you know me. I think that's what it is. I think a lot of you are ashamed to know me or maybe ashamed to enjoy the podcast so you don't want to share it. He's like, ah, he said some really fucked up and weird things. I found it funny, but I don't want any of my friends to know I found that funny. So I'm just going to listen to it secretly. So please share. Share the podcast. I just want to get more listens. Okay? Uh, It'd be even better if you can like, comment, rate, uh, subscribe, all those things, all those things that you do to interact with a podcast, just do it, be like the first movers, so, you know, when this podcast, when this podcast becomes big, you can say, hey, I was, I was one of the first people there, okay, you do that, people, you do that, all right, um, like I said, I've been Darren, this has been Chris Braindrop, and yeah, catch you next week.